I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Yay! BTR got it fixed. Hello, everyone! Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so good. I missed you guys. I had like a little vacation. <laughs> a little vacation from the podcast, but not planned. Welcome everyone in the chat. Let me know how the sound is, please. And uh, however you're listening, wherever you're listening, welcome. Get your tea, your coffee, your favorite beverage, and uh, let's do this, shall we? All right, a number to call in, uh, to listen by phone or to call in for reading or say hi or chat or ask a question or get a dream interpretation or whatever, 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 is 347-539-5122. 347-539-5122 is the number. And you have to press 1 on the keypad if you have a question or a comment. Um, yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, gosh, I'm so excited. I mean, it was kind of frustrating, but I just kind of had to um, kind of go with the flow, right? So how's everyone's new year coming out? The uh, I actually start mine in October, although this one really does feel like a new year. It's the first new year that we've had in a number of years that we haven't, that a, a Mercury retrograde has not started on the new year, but uh, finished finished on the new year so I think that's kind of telling I'm going to talk a little bit share a little bit but I do want to get to readings again three four seven five three nine this is I forgot the number you guys <laughs> I got like three four seven five three nine five one two two yeah call in number oh it's working yay Teresa thank you in the chat thank you thank you thank you um I just want to say well, okay, a few things. Some of you, and, and I have to also thank Sunray, uh, left a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful message on uh, comment. Um, so I hope he calls in or because he left a message asking if we have the podcast. Um, but he left a wonderful comment on the uh, podcast episode um, on YouTube. So I do this year, I really want to extend, expand, not only me, but all of you that are part of this community. I have some things planned for connecting people, connecting more people, and really starting this gathering. Um, you know, I'm seeing it done in, in some ways also on the interwebs. Um, so with that said, I would like to invite you to please keep in contact with me. You can... Um, 
I'll put you on a list. You can email either awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or Michelle, michelle at soulplayground.com. We get so many emails from subscriptions, um, or what do you call it? Not subscriptions, but people, um, you know, that, that represent people to get on podcasts. PR companies, advertising companies. We get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails. So we're going to get a, a different email um, for some stuff that, that I want to do in connection with awakenings because it's just too hard to manage. Uh, for Sadie, with all the, the, the um, inquiries that, that come in. Um, so anyway, yeah, so maybe email me at michelle at soulplayground.life. That's one M-I-C-H-E-L-E, and if you can't remember that, info at soulplayground.life, and I'll get that. Um, But also to connect with me, start following me on Instagram. Um, What else, what else? Instagram, and then if you subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, as well as Awakenings um, with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube, um, that will really help. And if you want to do a deeper dive, you have an interest this year, really manifesting a, your reality from the soul, really leveling up in what it is that you want to create in your life and you want support, guidance, insight, you want to understand the, the spirit realm, spirituality more, um, you want to move from self-development into spiritual integration and you want to live more from your soul and manifest from your soul, then I would suggest connecting with me on Patreon. Plus, if you want to have fun. I mean, we are really getting to know each other so much in the monthly group, the Soul Path Journeyer tier, that it's just amazing. I, and i got to say, we recently did a workshop on dreams, ritual, metaphysics, and manifestation. And I'm telling you, that this last set, it was just such an amazing, amazing class. I mean, the wisdom, the insight that was coming in, the divine downloads, the, the intuition. Um, it, was really, it, was, it was really amazing. And I just see so many people connecting more to their soul and that I'm a small part of this. It's so rewarding to see people really connecting into their soul and just doing the deeper inner work and really aligning and opening up to that aspect of themselves. And they're rocking their world, changing their world, changing people around them. They're, you know, making things happen, not just for themselves and those around them, but for generations to come. So if that sounds appealing or interesting, uh, you can check out Patreon. I think links are in the description box, or I know it's in my uh, links on Instagram. And I'm telling you, that is the way to go. I'm I'm doing some other things where I can connect with people actually on an even more daily basis because that's the way. Look, I get a lot of my, my, one of my collaborators, Jen, that works with me, you know, I'm content queen. And she's been saying that for 30 years. We've been working together, or 20, 25 years. And it's true. And part of it is not just my training, that I've had and my life experience, but the guides, <laughs> being blessed to work with the guides, the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls, and then having amazing clients and teachers um, in the training, obviously, yes, that I've had. And But the guides, the guides are like a wealth of insight and information, and I'm just a channel to get it out there 
and then other people get it out and disperse it in their own way and integrate it. Because we are the bridgers, gang. We are the bridgers to the new reality, the new awakening consciousness, the new paradigm, the new earth, the vibrational frequency of the earth is changing. As we're changing, we're, we're all interconnected. So we're bridging from the old to the new. And we're, this awakenings, the awakenings that are happening, it's not one, just one awakening. It's a, it's, a, it's a flourishing. It's a blossoming and blooming. And it's an awakening in every institution, sector, or system, the overall system of Earth, the planetary system, the universe, literally, the universal system, but every different sectors in life as well. So there is a lot going on. There's a lot of change. Um, I've been tracking with it with Patreon. Um, I'm going to, like I keep saying, I am going to be doing more. Just to, You know, it's just amazing. It just takes ex- a lot longer to do things that you envision because it requires, you know, you get tired. You got, I got, you know, I've got clients. I've got other things that I do, family, friends. Um, and then I have, I'm working with other people, so it's their schedule. So, I kind of have to be patient, kind of cool my jets on things and just go, okay, it's it's starting to move. But this year as being in a 44.8, um, that's another thing. I did a deep dive on Patreon as to how to calculate your personal year. And I'm going to tell you in numerology, it is not by the collective year. You're going to be off. It's just like astrology. Your astrology cycle, your solar return is from your birth date, your last birth date to the most recent birth date. And that's how you also calculate your personal year. Otherwise, it's not a personal year, guys. And I'm sorry, I I don't want to get shady, you know, slim shady, whatever. But it's like I just see so much misinformation. That's another reason why I want to, you know, kind of extend myself out there more. Because there's a lot of misinformation. People are getting, it's not, I mean, you're still going to get a good read or an okay read. Let's just put it that way. But the fact is, though, if you really want to get an accurate read of where you're at, um, you have to calculate your numerical cycle correctly. And it's not from, everybody doesn't, their cycle does not change on January 1st, 2024. First of all, January 24th, January is actually not the new year. It's an, that's an arbitrary new year. Just like in the, the Chinese New Year, it's February. If we, go, if we look at ast- astrologically and we look at the, some of the oldest calendars, the new year always started, and it's represented in the tarot by the Ace of Wands. It starts in the spring. And you can see that in esoteric sciences. You can see that in the esoteric principles. You can see that... Um, I'm trying to think of the, uh, you know, some of the other traditions. So you'll have a heads up if you calculate the last birth date as you, you know, calculate your your personal year, birth date to birth date. And then whatever number that is, you can add it to the overall collective new year, which arbitrarily the new, our collective new years in the Western world starts on January 1st. You know, I mean, there's a Jewish new year, right? Which I'm more aligned to the Jewish and Celtic new year, which, by the way, those are both in October. So they're right around the same time. They have a whole atonement cycle. Um, 
and then and then they have the new year after the atoning. And so, but in the Christian, the atoning is in what is it, March or April, right? So, end of March, April. So that I hope that helps you that heads up. And then you know, and then you add the like we're in a 44.8, and it's important to get the sub-numbers. I'm actually going to be doing a course on this in um, February, so, you know, email me and I'll put you on the list, you know, or DM me or something. Um, because then you're going to see what your cycle is and how the universal cycle is. Now, why does this make sense? This is what I, why I love metaphysics so much, because on one level, metaphysics or what our higher self would have us do ultimately ends up being a lot of common sense. Right. So if if everybody is changing their cycle at the same time, that, that doesn't really personalize it. Right. But when you know your personal year and you add it to the collective energy. Right. Because common sense. Right. We not everything affects us the same way in all with everyone or all parts of the world. We're affected to some degree, but not completely. Because we're born into different soul experiences. And one of the best ways to calculate your soul lessons and, and what you're here, um, well, you can get a reading with me, a, a soul path reading, a soul path astrology reading or channeled reading, and look at the Akashic records. But your astrology, your numerology, your natal numerology and your natal astrology chart, it's, it's, it's a blueprint. It's a map of your soul. And, potentialities, what you're going to do, what you're meant to do, what's possible for you to do, what you need to be aware of, what what you need to be caution, you know, have caution about, where you need to balance. I mean, it's all there. So not everything that happens in the outer, external, mainstream world or mainstream consciousness or race consciousness, humanity, the general population is happening to you. It depends on your soul story. That's why on YouTube I read soul stories. And you hear some readers even say, this is your story, or, or look, let's look at your story, or that seems to be your story, or that's what's coming up. I just fine-tune it to the soul, because that's the vibration and frequency, the spirit realm and the soul. I like to work more specifically with the soul. Um, and that's kind of also what I'm trained to do. So it makes sense then that some of the mainstream world and what's going on is going to affect us. And so you need to know that. So you need to know about the collective energy and, you know, add that in. But then you also need to understand your personal cycle, your personal year, because that's what's going to most intimately, you know, affect you. All right, gang, let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Um, okay, some people are listening by phone. Okay, you can also, by the way, if you're in the chat and th things are a little glitchy, you can always um, just refresh your browser. If that doesn't work, reboot. And then if that doesn't work, then call in 347-539-5122. All right, let's get to callers. And 347-539-5122 is the number. Press 1 on the keypad. Hello, hello, you're on air. Oh, Michelle, Happy New Year. This is Debbie, and I'm so, so happy to hear your oh, voice. Oh, Debbie, hi, and, and thank you for the email. <laughs> oh, I'm 
so excited. Oh, I love it. Listen, I felt... Yeah. I felt so loved because I there was I got emails and some texts and then I got some direct messages on Instagram. We hope Michelle's okay because she has it missed. Listen, I even had when I had that flu, blue, you know the the yeah. Um, yeah. the pandemic thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, the thing, the thing. I was the able thing. to show up. Even I showed up one time. I had to have a co-host. I think Paulo co-hosted oh. with me. But when I had a con- well, I had a concussion one time. And I still was able to show up. I was a little garbly, but I was still like, you know, I'm not going to just lay around and not do any, you know, but um, but I'm here. So anyway, it was great oh. to hear from you. Well, thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful I had a chat with you um, in uh, last August, and I told you that I had this pull to move to Encinitas, and 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 you had talked about well it's really not back we spiral up and and it's a, you know it could be very easily about completion and um yeah. i've been so supported along the whole <gasps> drive and so oh, supported good. with all my friends around the country people mailed me checks to help me with the gas oh. and the hotels and um, as soon as I got here, I met up with my old equestrian friends. I went and kissed horses, everything that, you know, makes my heart sing. And um, I just feel that this is the right decision. And, and you helped that, cleared that with me last August. And so when the time was right in the car, there I went. So now I'm here. And um, Wow. And and I stopped to see my old hairdresser at Moonlight Hair Salon. And oh, <laughs> I remember them. Yeah, yeah. And I went I went across the street from where Heaven on Earth used to be, and went into Soulscape, and uh, just to like just talk to the land, you know. And uh, so I'm calling today to thank you from my heart for this oh, platform so that happy. you make it so easy to get in touch with you, and also to ask you. Do the guides, the oversouls, the hierarchy have anything on you to, to say? And make yeah. sure if you go into Soulscape, tell them I said hello. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to go in there and just sit down and play with the cards, read up some books, ah. play with the cards, get my tea, get my chai tea or my decaf ah. cappuccino and just yeah. sit there. So let's see, Debbie. So we're kind of looking at also what you don't see coming and the hand of God because I, okay. um, yeah, I um, did a did a pick a card that's based on that. And I'm kind of seeing a lot of kind of, I would say this year, miracles, exponential leaps, Personally, now I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be doing a deep, deeper dives on this in smaller videos because I, when I get information from the guys and the oversouls, it's usually it's just so much information, and sometimes it's a little garbly. But I do see, you know, a, you know, pandemonium. I, there's a lot of shenanigans because also remember, this 448 is about retribution. It's about what you've put into things. So you see it playing out with with the government or different governments or or you know officials. So it doesn't all it, you know. So whatever you're putting in is coming is to some degree coming back or you're getting a leg up, a bump up. So let's see for Debbie. What is you don't see coming? What do you what does she need to know now? 
oh, this is such a good move for you. So there is a lot coming for you with your self-esteem, self-value, your worth, and I feel like you're on the road to stepping more fully is what I'm being shown into um, your gifts. But you're going to do it differently because you're going to have different boundaries and you're going to have a different understanding. Like before, you might have felt you had to be a little brusque or over-assert yourself, right? You might have had to because, you know, being kind of hurt. Well, you're going to have your own protocol, the way that you do what you do, and not take things as so personally. You're going to see other people's wounding, you know, your own as well. All of us see our own wounding, but it, it helps. You know, I had a situation mm-hmm. this weekend. I couldn't believe it was somebody I've worked with forever. And I'm not going to get into it too much because I don't usually have these kind of things happen. But I literally had to say I won't be, you know, I, I know you'll find assistance or you're with someone else. It wasn't someone I mm-hmm. worked with on a consistent basis. It's just every few years or something. But they mm-hmm. pulled a little stinker. They pulled a and they were, mm. I, I knew it because what happens mm. for me even on the show sometimes, podcasts, I'll know Ooh. what the theme is or I'll get a message or I'll know who's calling in. Well, the thing is when people call or schedule with, 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 me, with me, even if they just – I'll get a flash. They'll come in my meditation, and I already mm-hmm. start getting information on them. That's why sometimes people get a reading with me, and they're like, oh, my God, you've answered all my questions, or how do you know that? And I'm like, well, because I, I, I can't help it. So once right. you say, like when people call in, they're like giving me permission to, to enter into their sacred space. Sure. So, but I looked at that and thought, you know, sometimes you got to, people are going to be, some people are going to be stuck in a limiting, you know, extra wounding patterning, and you mm-hmm. have to allow that. You, you just have to allow okay. that. That's where they are, and that's where they may stay. So what okay. I see for you is that I do see you working with horses. I see you at the horse, like a paddock or something, or right. it could even right. be like a racetrack or something. I see you a lot behind the scenes. The thing is, though, I see, and I also see you working with other animal beings um, also, not yes. just horses. I see yes. dogs and cats, and by the way, a rabbit, pet rabbit, or, or something. <laughs> One, Yeah, some little furries. But it's going to be you have different boundaries, and you're moving into... It's just a better space of of understanding your gifts and and really ready to share them with the world and and being in joy. You're opening up to a lot of joy, mm, also. Yes, I feel that. Yes, oh, I feel that. Debbie, I, I mean, I do. As soon as I kissed, mm. you know, the first horse, I I said, um, in this particular one, I just tapped my chin, and it leaned forward and kissed me. And then I heard it say, "Do you have oh. a treat?" <laughs> And I oh, and I welcomed said, you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Wow. Well, please keep us posted. I'm going to go to the next caller, but yes, thank, thank you, you so much for your email checking in on me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, from my heart, yes. And Happy New Year, and I send you a great big hug of appreciation. And thank you to thank all you, your Debbie. listeners. Thank you. Big hug. Mm-hmm. Big hug. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi. First Hi. time caller. Hi. First time caller. What's your name? My uh, Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Welcome. And Hello. so Welcome. I don't know what to ask. Thank you. Um, for I want a reading, 
um, just see what the guides have to say going forward. Um, I've had health issues, and yeah. um, I don't know. So maybe I should let them take over. Well, they know everything is starting to improve. You're going to feel. You're first of all, you you are either needing to or will be getting more support or more input. You're, so you're going to be balancing, I feel like, how you interact with people, close, especially those nearest and dearest close to you. There's a shift there. And I feel like for you, um, July in particular is going to be really good. I would say the end of the end of spring, there's a shift that happens, and then into especially in July and in through the um, the summer and um, you know fall on. So something's coming back with your vitality. So if you did have health issues, you're going to be able to get to the bottom of it or figure out what's going on or what you need to do or the protocol starts happening. Most of all, I'm getting an energy of kind of getting unstuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. That, that makes sense. And and what's going to come up too, also you're going to be, okay, there's two things. You're going to be working with issues around money and your own power, being responsible for your own wisdom, your own power, your own empowerment, what you can do in the world. And so a lot about what comes up for you is about passion, purpose, fulfillment, inspiration, and finding more of that in your life in little ways and then eventually also in big ways. And that's greatly going to help your constitution. It's going to switch your, you know, really switch your constitution. And it is going to get things moving, Okay. So it's not immediate, but I would I I do see it starting. Okay. Yeah, because that's what I want to do. I want to work with um, dogs and oh. energy. Yeah, dogs okay. and horses. There we go. And Debbie does that, and I was picking up that. So it's not a mis- it's not by chance that you called in right after her. So no, I know. Starting- I was thinking that myself. Right? Yep. What a yep. sign. What a confirmation for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think so yeah. that recognition I, of your own power that you have, that power and empowerment, and that power to to assist and be of service and to heal and to help, and also getting the remuneration from that, getting the, the, the energy, the money, the vitality, you know, getting that reciprocation, that's going right. to be a lot of your main focus. Yeah, yeah. Because see, that's what people don't realize when you do energy work. Not only do you give, but you receive. That oh yeah, the, the, you know you do. Yeah. What, good or bad, whatever. It, it comes. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just have well, to. Well, you're have, in the field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it also right. depends. I mean, you get fulfillment too. But sometimes also when people have a lot of unhealed issues or not looked at or a lot heavy condition response patterns. And and that's as a healer, you show up to be able to to do that, or a therapist, or whatever, a teacher, or whatever. You're 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 kind of doing that heavy lifting sometimes, you know. Yeah, you know, so you I have to figure uh, that corp- in. Yeah, I was in the corporate world and very uh, empathic, intuitive, and everything, and it finally got to the point where everybody opens up their package on a different day and it just may not Mm -hmm. be this day and you need to let them 
come to that day so they can be in that moment and and really um, internalize it so it becomes part of them and it's not such a distant thought. It's intrinsic to them then. Absolutely. And the same token, sometimes people don't and that's their path too. Right. And maybe that's, and that was hard and maybe to that's learn. Yeah, I was going to just say, uh, Barbara, maybe that's the package to us then. That's the gift to us, you know, to um, essentially let go, let God, you know, that that's that person's path. And, right. You know, beautiful. Well, yeah, because we're not here to play to, God. No, exactly, exactly. So true. Please keep us posted on your unfolding. Call back anytime you want. And I'm glad you found us. Oh, I am too. Thank you so much. And Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you as well. Bye. Thank you. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. My name is Mary. Hi, Hi Mary. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. So I have a question. I started seeing somebody a few months ago, and I'm having fun. But there, I need clarity on feeling out whether the hesitation I'm feeling is from past wounding or, you know, knowing this isn't the right person. No, it's saying don't put your eggs all in one basket. It's showing to have some caution to, make, to keep yourself going. I think it's part of, and, and by the way, I feel this connects into the collective energy of that 44-8 of not repeating patterns. So you may be doing this relationship differently and it may feel a little different to you because you're doing it differently and not as familiar mm-hmm. because you're not either all jumping in or or cutting off, you know, or giving the benefit of the yeah. doubt. You're you're feeling things out and and relationships are little two steps forward, two steps, you know, it is a dance. There is a, there's a there's a flow there an in and outflow, and, and even when people are partnered for a long period of time. So, yeah, I feel like this this for you is not a, is about you not losing your autonomy in relationship and keeping your own uh, routine and world going and what you, what you do. So it is saying that more time is needed, so I don't know how old this, you know, new this is, but I'm getting more time is needed, more communication, and just more fun, more lightness, and more in a light way getting to know where is this person's uh, not only head at, but more, more importantly than that in the present. What, what, what are they, where do they see themselves? What, what are their values? What do they see themselves doing in the, mm-hmm. in the future? You know, is that really aligned? Because you don't want to have to do any, you know, redos or, you know, makeover sessions here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you're kind of getting out of. So this is a very transformative relationship. I mean, this is a quick read. I don't know if I could say it's the one. It's definitely showing dating. Yes. But it's also showing for both of you that it is, there's some kind of level of transformation in this relationship, of, of growth, of learning, of doing relationship differently, thinking differently about relationship, being more honest with your needs and wants. And so, yeah, so it, it is fun, and it's meant to be fun and light. Um, it is saying, now one thing, I am getting the message, and then I've got a scoop, but is that if you, 
something keeps hanging in your mind to bring it up because that was a past part of your patterning where you'd kind of let it go or you'd kind of say, well, Mm -hmm. it probably was this or we're doing great, it was probably that. But to bring things out, because sometimes I do feel this person, one thing that you're picking up is they don't, you might feel they're not saying everything or revealing everything. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, and I agree. So that, um, let me ask real quick, why is the reason they're doing it? Because they're not sure. Are they Are they also seeing other people? I'm not sure. It's only been about two months. Okay, they might be, or they have friends that are past interests or potentials. Um. Okay. See, what's the best perspective there? I should take in this relationship. Oh, it definitely shows dating, but what's going to be the thing is if it's about the values and where are you going yeah. and what you want at this, at this time of your life. And you're only going to know that by letting the person reveal it, letting it sneak out, tumble out, you know. And mm-hmm. believe me, I know this. I mean, it's not all women. It's not just a gender thing, but it is a big – it is – leans towards that and i've experienced that myself where women we like that we can fill in the blanks you know make assumptions <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> and then down the road when their behavior is not like that and the person can come you know they can literally some you know some can say well i i, I wasn't sure or i never said that so yeah, that's what it's going to boil down to. But definitely, I definitely see you guys continuing to date. I just think as it gets closer, you're going to have to see, uh, because I do feel you do, whether it's this person or someone else, I do feel you do have a um, a committed relationship coming up. But mm-hmm. what I can tell you, I do not feel the one that's coming up for you because you're you're in a, not only is this collectively a pattern, a, a year of pattern interruption, this is, an eight cycle is always about breaking, um, you know, limiting patterns or patterns that we no longer need. Um, but I feel you're in that personal cycle, and that's why you drew this relationship in. So I can definitely tell you, the person I do see you with, you're not going to have to pull things out of. In fact, they may be the one that says, well, what about this or what about that? Or, or remember we were talking about this, and you said that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. What do you think? So if you're having to pull things out, I would just say to take a pause and really check in with yourself. Definitely. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that question. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Happy New Year, Michelle. It's Kathy. Hey, Kathy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so happy that I was able to call you. I've actually been on vacation from work for like a week and a half. So I'm like, oh, I have time to call in. So I was very excited. Nice, nice, nice. And I think we Yes, and I'm excited about this topic. So I just wanted to see what is coming for me that I don't see coming. See, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, and by the way, I'm page, just for you because you like those readings, uh, what's it, I think on the next couple of days is another reading coming in on Patreon. So, yes, I get so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I tuned in and, the guy, and um, I got some, you know, information. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna just going to put this in the form of a reading. 
good stuff. So let's see what is coming up for you. Okay. Oh, Jay in the chat, I missed you the past few weeks. Great to tune in. Yeah, great to have you here. Also, I missed you guys too. I had to practice lots of patience even when I emailed Blog Talk Radio. And they're like, just use the um, some kind of button you push. And I'm like, I have callers. <laughs> that doesn't work. Right. And I guess that doesn't work. I got to have the phone. <laughs> People got to call in. The guest has to call. It's a call-in show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Um, lot activating with your daughter doing more or doing more extracurricular stuff. Um, yes. Yeah, more, She's more in active, college, right? So that makes sense. Oh, no, no way. Yeah, she's in I college. I can't stand it. When I have friends, <laughs> students, clients, or and I see them, and when they tell me their age, I'm like, I thought they were 14. They're like, Michelle, no, they were, they were 14, you know, five years ago. When they were 14. <laughs> When they were fourteen, I've got them. At, I've got them playing. Oh my god! Okay, so that's probably why. Yeah, a lot more and um, coming and going, and you're going to be kind of caught. There could be some celebratory something, and you have to go and get some an outfit or something, or she's going to want an outfit. There, there's something coming up that's kind of I don't know if it's fancy dress. I don't know, but there's something celebratory. Mm-hmm. Um, with you, you're going to be looking at something different with the work or way you work or adding something, an online component or a side of something to what you're doing. And um, I feel that your soul has been wanting you to do this. So I feel this year, you know, get the support, get the support to do this. But this is, this is your year to start, to start that, Okay. Yes. That's what you don't see coming. So let me see. What's... Um, yeah, I feel like there's a real focus on you. Mm. Oh, it's interesting because there's a lot of Gemini that comes. I just now threw the astrodice because I want to get clarity in what they're saying about coming out. Well, Jupiter goes into Gemini. Um and I'm getting that a lot with you. Could be writing, could be organizing something, researching. It could be being an advocate or putting packets or putting something together. So I don't know if you're working for a nonprofit or or there's some aspect of what I'm talking about with what you're doing already and you end up working with someone. But I do feel you're, this is the year for you to really start looking at what is that next level, what is that next transition for me. Um, and part of it, frankly, is because I feel your daughter is more coming and going. There's a lot of activity out of the house. Even though you're helping, um, it's like you're going to be more and more kind of with yourself. And the other thing is Spirit is saying you need to see, say something or speak up more. Okay. So there could be some opportunity to talk or share I mean, even if it's in groups, it's like I think what you don't see coming is there's a there's going to start there's going to be an, an aha 
that starts a little like you know window like an opening i'm kind of seeing it's like when this when the sun starts coming in or you lift the shade up a little bit and there's a little light and then more and more and more but i'm actually seeing it like a circle a sphere and it's a small like little dot it's like a, or like a seed within you but this little dot of light gets is is going to get bigger that's what you're not seeing and you are going to feel kind of pressed to research something and or do something. There's going to be this kind of pressing, like, I really got to do this, or I need help to do this, or I, I need to, yeah. So where you haven't felt the urgency before or in a long while, um, that, yeah. Um, that I don't know if that's making sense at all. That, no, it makes lots of sense. It does, and I, I was I'm I'm letting you finish before I say anything. So, oh, tell me, okay, because I might even see a move. There's something different about work too, work and a move. Okay, what were you gonna say, Kathy? What? No, I was going to say, um, what? you have been saying that you, for years to me, as far as um, me having, um, like you said, a, a side hustle or something on the side outside of my job. You did mention um, a virtual component oh. to it. You said that okay. to me for years. But the funny thing is, is that I've been feeling it more lately. Like it's time for me to like branch out and, and ah. you know, lean more into purpose as opposed to just working. And yeah. it definitely, I've, I've been feeling that it's definitely been hitting more because my daughter is out of school um, it's been a lot of, I said this in our in our workshop, in our um, salon, that, you know, it's been a lot of transitions that have happened, and it's like it's been opening up a lot for me as far as me being able to focus more on myself and not, yeah. you know, you know, my daughter's a little bit older, so I still take care of her, but she, you know, I don't have to do as much. As um, much, just different yeah. Things like that, yeah. So a lot of what you're saying is making sense. And as far as this side hustle that you've been telling me about for years, and you're like, I'm telling you, Kathy, you got to do it. You got to do well, it. Well, it seems like <laughs> this is the year. Then it's a, well. That's yes. the thing I always tell people with destiny issues. Like I, I do when I do a lot of readings, and I'll have clients say, "Oh my God, you've been saying that for years, and it's and it'll be exactly happening." Because a destiny issue is not based on time. It's not based on linear time. So it's all, and it's almost like the, the really important things in our life, if you think about it, are not based on time. They're based on timing, right. or they just somehow happen, yeah. or we get the aha, or someone helps us, yes. or somebody fortuitous comes in our life. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. So you're starting to get that now, then, already. Yes. Yes. So, wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> happy for you now all the all the yeah. other things haven't happened yet but i can feel that it's coming and that's i guess yeah. that's the reason why i was able to call in today just to get that confirmation yeah that's what i'm telling you i do see and i see it in the my private readings i do with people and i definitely see it in the pick of cards there is a much different energy um for individual people. And I would say astrologically, I think it's because Pluto also in Aquarius, that, that Chiron in Aries, um, we're setting up for, you know, 
Saturn will be in Aries, Neptune will be in Aries the next couple of years. It's very, a lot about the individual because so much has been based on um, the group and, and, you know, that right. Pluto and Capricorn. So I think there's going to be a lot of group or systems, issues with corporations, issues with, with systems and, and the groups of the world. But I do feel the individuals, there's a new level of empowerment and individuation that's coming up. They may want to fight the groups. You know, they may, but the individuation, so that's why I do see a lot more people doing more stuff on their own, even if they are working with a company or family, they're going to want their own thing, whatever it is, whatever that means. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, I, so I feel you're fitting into that. You're getting that energy because that's what the soul is about. It's about externalizing, you know, it's it's making the soul wishes, dreams, goals, desires the way the soul is external in the world to be to be seen and you know and the, and the body mind is the instrument of the soul so it's mm-hmm. this is the time of the soul we have not been in this time and that's why it's been e- easy to manipulate people or, or live from an ego level of oh, i just need my needs met that's all but that that's right. not enough for the soul the soul wants fulfillment mm-hmm. wants passion and purpose and fun and variety and you know um so yeah that's great oh my gosh kathy happy for you that this is percolating now yes thank you so much i so appreciate you thank you and i'll see you on saturday oh good 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 we can all talk then okay sounds good yes love to see you in our soul path journey or group that's yes i I just can only see or barely wait actually to see what's happening what's happening with everyone with this new energy coming in um all right i will talk to you saturday much peace bye all righty Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, uh, this is Ashil from New York. Happy New Year. Ashil, hello, Ashil. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, too. Um, I just want to get a message for 2024. The general message okay. is possible. Okay. Well, you're going to have a lot of work. <laughs> There's a lot of work to do. You're building something new. You're creating something. Now, there could also be – you you might be feeling you're doing a lot on your own. Um, are you – Ashil, are you considering a loan or a bridge loan or some kind of investor or investment right now? Because that's coming up um, around you. I'm looking forward to investing, yeah. Okay, because I do think that that's going to be a lot more of your focus is something externally, financially coming in, either you getting investors or some kind of investment or you investing in something, or it could be a, a loan to bump up the business. I, I just see external or outer income coming in to kind of bridge you. That seems to be the, the one of the themes for today's calls, this bridging uh to the next now you could be working in partnership there is, there is either a new person that's coming in i don't know if it's work and romantic or just work or just romantic but i do see more partnership um coming in i do see that there's a there is going yeah there's going to be someone around you there is someone there is a woman Ooh. around you 
cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this and, this year is a year that something again. There's a lot for you to do, a lot of work this year, but I do think, and a lot for you to juggle or balance. But I do think that you're going to see. Okay, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm building, and this is how I'm doing it. And so I think things are that uncertainty is is going to be is falling by the wayside. It, it, whatever it is that you're focused on does start to gain momentum or get traction. Is what I'm being shown. Sounds good. Absolutely. I mean, it kind of makes sense to be honest with you because since, I mean, the year just started and I already feel like a shift and it's hard to explain it. It's just like things are becoming a little clearer now. Things are becoming a little more positive. I, I don't know. Hopefully it stays that way for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, and I think it's clear if I, if I may, if I look at the, the astrology of it, this is the first year I'd at least three years, maybe more, that we have not started with a retrograde. We've ended okay. with the retrograde. And um, I think that has a big, you know, even though we're in the shadow period, it's, it's still, because we, it seems like every, every year we've not really had a clean start. And also there's been, I feel like there was a lot of changes, I think September, October, November, of the fall months, and especially in October, where people started getting, look, like, okay, this is what I need to do, or this is what's happening in the world. This is happening with me personally. I think people just started getting really real with themselves because they were truly seeing. The people that are really seeing, like, oh, my, this is what's happening. This is the direction. This is where I need to go. I, I feel that for those people, it is like a new beginning because you've, you've set things up. You know, when we're when we've set things up, it's like we we can step into that energy of a new beginning because it's like, well, I have these steps. You know, these steps lead somewhere. So I think that's what cool. some people don't realize. Like like if somebody's dating and then they get engaged, well, yeah, because you were dating. You don't just meet someone and get engaged or marry someone. Uh, most people don't anyway. So that that's that step up. I think a lot of people don't realize that you have to you have to create the steps or fo- follow the steps or whatever, however you want to look at it, to your new beginning. In a way, we co-create our own new beginning by what we're intending, what we're willing, what we're focusing on, and where we put our intention and our you know our energy and our action. So you've been doing that. So yeah, I do feel like this is a, a whole new beginning for you and a new a new level as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm excited and I look forward to that. Yeah, keep us posted. Love to hear how you're doing oh. and how all unfolds. Oh. And just t- make sure you get time off because you got a, like I said, you got a lot of work. There's a lot of work coming okay. up around you. So yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. Do we have our callers here? Okay. Second half of our program, gang. Um, this is the time for our awakening conversation. We're going to have a wonderful dialogue and conversation with astrophysicist Bernard Hache and his partner, Marcia Sims. Um, they are the author of The Miracle of the Universe, A New View of Consciousness, God, Science, and Reality. What a perfect topic for what we've been discussing today. Hello, welcome. Hi there. Hello there. We're here, hey, we're here. you too. Bernard. Yes, hey, I just, thank you. I just want to um, 
actually correct you on the pronunciation of his last That's name. It's Heish Herman. Heish? What is it? It's what is Heish. it? Heish. Heish? Yes. Can you hear us all right? We're in our Heish. landline. Okay, that's great. Well, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. The German the pronunciation German? of my name is Meisch, Meisch. and the, the French is Mache. So, uh, so. Meisch and so Meisch, Heish. huh? Yeah, right? Heish and Meisch. And you know what's interesting? When I looked up the derivation of Meisch, uh, it's Meisch or Meisch, Meisch, is, is the hands of light. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Yeah. Wonderful and my meeting. grandpa, I, I know, it, it suits me for what I do, but now I look at my grandparent, my grandfather and my father differently, and I'm like, they didn't have any proclivity to this at all. <laughs> that I know, uh-huh. anyway. So, uh, also, I want to say thank you for your patience, because um, for two weeks, we, we didn't have um, a program, a podcast. The whole broadcasting system was down, and... Um, yeah, so I, yeah, uh, there's nothing that I could do. So I really appreciate your um, understanding on that. And, um, oh, I'm, it's working now. Great. Yes, 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 it's working wonderfully. So I don't know what they were doing, what was happening, but anyway. So um really want to connect in. Uh, first of all, I want to, a- I want to ask, uh, I want to get a bit about your background too, Marcia, and then we'll, we'll, you know, dive into the book, um, which I feel is like a perfect, perfect little bit of a guidepost for 2024 and beyond. But I also want to get a definition of astrophysicist and and how the two of you work together. What's the what's the uh, complementary energies and focus, and what's the collaboration? But I guess this goes to B- Bernard, if you want. Uh, well. Um, I'm going to do a lot of the speaking because I need to clarify that Bernard has Parkinson's, but he's here on hand oh. to ask scientific questions. Okay. Yeah, so his speaking is a uh, little bit hampered, but he's okay. still going strong. He's very courageous to keep on going with his interviews. So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Bernard, so great to have you here. Yeah, astrophysicist is a physicist who studies the stars. And the other astronomical objects, like the galaxies and planets and so on. Yeah, and his favorite planet was? My favorite planet was? Oh, it was your favorite star, Proxima Centauri. Proxima Centauri. Yeah, that was his favorite star, next to me, of course. Uh (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm an opera singer, so I qualify a little bit. Yeah, kind of community level, though, so just I have a lot of fun with it. Uh, we met at Lockheed Palo Alto Research Laboratories about 39 years ago, yeah. and um, I was hired there because uh, I have, in, in addition to my capabilities as a music teacher and opera singer, I also am an administrator, and I'm really great at organizing scientists. So that's how I met him. I kept him organized, helped him with his publications, and uh, did all the typesetting, et cetera. And um, we just kind of came together one day at the Xerox machine. <laughs> I love it. He asked me out to lunch, and uh, we've been going strong, you know, ever since. <laughs> but uh, we've done a lot of projects together. 
we're kind of like perfect opposites, which complement each other. We ran the Journal of Scientific Exploration for uh, 11 years, and this is a really wonderful um, journal that's published by the Society for Scientific Exploration, uh, which specializes in gathering together a scientific group for studying ideas, scientific ideas that are outside of the box. You know, just mm-hmm. a little bit outside of the box. It could um, include all the stuff Bernie wrote about in the book, to UFOs, to paranormal, to near-death experiences, et cetera, but it's all in a scholarly way. Do you want to add okay. to that? Oh, yeah, during that time, I actually was editor of two journals. The first one was the one that Marsha just described, the Journal of Scientific Exploration, which was a, a, a journal issued by a small community of researchers who do, did research on parapsychology and so on. But then, on the other hand, I was also an associate editor of the Astrophysical Journal, which is the premier astrophysical journal in the world. So I had I had a foot in or two feet, had one foot in each side of a fence here, one with the um, uh, considering topics that are sort of taboo, and the other... Well, just outside of the box, you shouldn't say taboo, because there are a number of scientists that are interested in the ideas that we present about co-creating the universe, which your previous guest was talking about. But some days it was taboo to bring that up, though. I mean, it's it's still in some circles, but I I do like outside of the box as well. Now, is this natural? What's funny, too, because when I was reading the title... Because I actually did my dissertation as God as an energy. That was my my dissert, my paper and um, my research Wonderful. paper. Yeah, but I of course I'm, I'm not. I'm coming more from what I experience experientially in the work that I do, as opposed to the the science. You know, you know, empirical. Um, so I'm curious about because to put those two together and to go more outside the box, you don't don't. You see that more, but I would say, you know, years ago you didn't see it as much. So is that as normal or natural? And then also how did Bernard come to putting those two disciplines, to, you know, to, together? Or well, both focuses, I guess I would say. Hmm? Uh, when he was a little boy, he uh, always wanted to be an astronomer and also a Catholic priest. And uh, he used to line all of his stuffed animals up on his bed in his bedroom and feed them communion. And he got a lot of spiritual uh, nourishment from doing so. So did the stuffed animals, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And he did train to become a Catholic priest. Well, it's it's embarrassing. Oh, Oh, you're a little boy. You're allowed to do that. Well, I wanted to be a nun. Listen, we all there's always a a, a priest, a monk story in so many people's backgrounds, right? The nun, the priest, the monk. Um, So okay, so you so he always had this spiritual connection then, also. Right. Yeah, he always did. He knew he was going to write these books. He's written four books. He knew it from childhood. He was going to write oh, about spirituality, God, and science. By the way, uh, God and science can go together, although a okay. lot of scientists think not. But no. um, the National Academy no. of Science states that science is a way of 
studying the natural world around us by measurements, etc. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the supernatural or the spiritual side. So uh, the scientists who are atheists, etc., they're just sticking to the, the physical world. Everything is chemical, everything is physical, but they're not allowing themselves to open to the other side, the spiritual or the supernatural side. But they right. can coexist. Yeah, well, and and there are a lot of, I mean, there is evidence for that. Um, It it may not be always, you know, codified or put in some kind of system to understand because, like you said, there seems to be this split. Um, And I find, I mean, obviously the people that we get, the the scientists and physicists that we get, usually have that background, background. and they're bridging the two, they're reconciling. what would you say about that, the, the reconciling of those two ways of looking at nature? Do you think we're going to go more in that direction? Let's talk a little bit about that, what that is or how that looks like, and are we going more in that direction, let's say, as a, yeah, you do, you do definitely, you think? Talk in the world about how uh, the human race is, uh, advancing on the spiritual side, even though uh, uh, on a, a things, virtually the, the things are kind of bleak for the world because of the uh, the, um, the wars that are going yeah. on. Yeah, that is the bleak mm-hmm. side. But, but there's think, two sides. <laughs> there is an uptick to this. I think that the the, the, uh, the world is coming to uh, a deeper understanding of, of reality and of God and of itself. I, I see that happening, even though it's been uh, only recently that, that scientists have been able to uh, want to look in this direction, and most don't, but there's a, a possibility there of using scientific way of thinking to um, come up with a, a deeper relationship and understanding of, of uh, us as a race with God who, who made us. Yeah, I wanted to actually bring up uh, Bernard Heisch's, Bernie's Philosophy of Life, and it comes from uh, his famous quote. Actually, this quote appears all over the Internet. His quote is, advances are made by answering questions. Discoveries are made by questioning answers. And that's Bernie's uh, premise. He questions answers to make discoveries. That's the mark of a true scientist, in my opinion, anyway. Wow, the ability to question. Wow, and that's true. Then you would discover. You have the potential to discover something new if you are allowed to, if you are willing to question. Exactly. Wow. You have to be open enough to question the answers instead of believing them all the time. A lot of people just, they just look at, uh, you know, an answer and they go, oh, that's how life is. Can't change it. If you really look at the idea and you question it, you could come up with alternative ideas. And so this is how Bernie came up with his idea of what about the miracle of our universe and our both of our views of consciousness, God, science, and reality. We believe, or the premise we present in our book, which is the miracle of our universe, a new view of God, of consciousness, God, science, and reality is that we live in a virtual reality or a cosmic simulation that was created by a vast cosmic consciousness known as God, Creator, or Source, and that we are all sparks of God and we co-create reality with him or her. So we don't see God as, you know, 
a male or a female or an it yeah. because God doesn't have a uh, human-like form. And many mm-hmm. religions try to make God anthropomorphic, which is not yeah. our... God is a consciousness, a cosmic consciousness. Yeah, well, I can agree with that. It's definitely yeah. not... It's a, yeah, the... In, intelligence, the principle, it's really, it, you know, if you if you look at um, studying the Kabbalah, they, 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 they're, they're, there's so many names for God, and then eventually it gets to the, the name that cannot be revealed, you know, what cannot be seen, what cannot be I basically identified, you know. Yeah. Um, so, that, so let's, um, I want to talk a little bit and, and get the... A kind of um layman's layperson and scientific, and scientific. Uh, uh definition of miracle because <laughs> you're talking the miracle of the universe okay I mean, we think of well, yeah what is what are we talking about here because it does seem to tie in with what you're talking about miracle to me anyway with God consciousness, when we step into that, that frequency or that zone or that awareness, um, you know, things can happen. But we don't really have words to define it, um, I think, beyond religion. So I'm just curious what you would say. Yeah. Well, so if you take our model, and I do want to emphasize it's a model because we don't claim to have all the answers, and scientists always develop models. So Mm -hmm. it's a working model, and uh, we explain life and the purpose and what life might be like in the afterlife. And uh, we see God um, as the cosmic consciousness that co-creates a virtual reality with us who are sparks of God. And I think the miracle could be defined as we are part of God. We are Mm. deep. We think we're not just their physical bodies, we're not just our namesakes, but we're so vast and powerful and deep, and that is a miracle in itself, because a lot of people just think, okay, well, we're just flesh and blood, you know, and how's my health, and, you know, what am I going to have for dinner, et cetera. But no, mm-hmm. the miracle is we are sparks of God. Would you say that too, Bernie? I would say that's definitely true. Yeah. And uh, we are basically living our lives in a way that will, um, in a long term, in a way of uplifting the world. Yeah, it will uplift the world uh, because yeah, we yeah. are co-creating this reality along with the cosmic consciousness or the source or God. Yeah. We use God a lot because that's the traditional term or word yeah. that's used. Yeah. Our, basic, our basic assumption is that, that there is a, a great consciousness which covers everything covers the entire universe and perhaps then some perhaps other universes. And this, this entity, which we might as well call God, uh, or if you want to call it something else you can, but why not call it God? Uh, this God has made a universe full of such creatures, like you and me, that... Um, uh, that uh, have free will. Have free will. It's very important to have free will. And that will live lives that are... Uh, that are interactions with this manifestation of a universal... Yeah, so God experiences new ideas and, and life because through us, because we are the eyes and the ears of God here on planet Earth. Right. What does it feel like to, to uh, ski down a mountain? 
Oh, that's something God could do if he wanted to, except he couldn't do it unless he changed his appearance, unless he became mm -hmm. more like a human being, at least temporarily, the, the body. But right now, God is a spirit and doesn't, uh, doesn't need to have any of uh, the material um, attributes. He, he, he's perfectly well whole, being God, but he also wishes to, to understand what it feels like to be God, which yeah. has to be looked at from the outside. Yeah, before um, uh, the Logos, God came out of the Einsoff, which is a vast nothingness. And then, um, as expressed in John 1, chapter 1, uh, Logos, which is the Greek word for expression of a thought, uh, God created, he used a zero-point energy, which is an electromagnetic energy, to create the universe because he was lonely. And he wanted to... Mm -hmm. uh, create and he wanted to see things happen he uh wanted to just develop himself i mean you can imagine if you're the only consciousness and there's nothing else going on it would be rather lonely so he created us to have free will the free will is really important because that's what makes things makes things happen you know it's the wild card so he evolves god experiences and evolves himself through the free will actions of his offspring, which is us. Right, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And that is a, the big, sort of like the, the, the big secret answer of why uh, mankind is here on this planet and why other other life forms exist elsewhere and why there's anything at all rather than nothing. That all comes down to God wishing to seek an experience, to understand himself and know himself, and he does that through us. And he used the Big Bang to help create the universe. So a lot of science believe a lot of scientists. I mean, mainstream science thought is that the universe is created by the Big Bang. So I wanted to bring it up here because Bernie is an astrophysicist. So um, God created the Big Bang using the zero point energy, and that is actually the ZPE is one of Bernie's uh, new ideas, a scientific idea of how to tap the zero point energy for um, energy that would be pollutant-free that we could use here on the Earth. Um, I can tell you more about it later if you're interested, but the Big yeah, Bang... Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, well, it started just as a single point, and then everything exploded and expanded and stretched to grow as large as it is right now. It being the universe. And, yeah, and the universe is still stretching. So mm -hmm. that's how everything came about. The I'm soft. The cosmic consciousness, the zero-point energy, the Big Bang, and the universe was created, the solar systems, the stars, the planets, etc. How is this done? That's, that's, uh, and now the, so what do you think of the supposition? You know, Jung always said that, that um, we're all this, you know, living question. And I like to say, yeah, we're the living question, but also the living answer. And this idea of God evolving um, or getting, and getting to know itself so that each of us is this divine expression of some kind of, you could call it a question and an answer through our life or an impetus, an, an impulse, an impulse, an impetus of something that happens when you talked about logos, which is also thought, so maybe it's vibrationally and then moves into thought thought form and then moves into physical form. So almost like a self-generating 
I don't know, creatix, creative matrix by some form of impulse. You got it. That's is that all? Do I? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so but what is that? that? We don't. Is there a way to know what that mechanism? Because that I can definitely understand, and I I feel I get that and live that. But and, and it's kind of to me evident, self-evident, self-referencing. But what is that impetus? What is that before? Is there any way that we would ever know that? What is before what is made manifest? Or even before Logos? What is before Logos? Is is there a way that we would know that? I do. I've been thinking about it recently. And that is that um, the thing that the force, the energy, the the, the thing that has the enormous potential to make a whole universe is, is probably... Love. Oh yeah, we we forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah. So explain me. that. Explain that, you guys, because I know from my metaphysical studies we say love is the binding force. We also say out of the one comes the many, and from the many is the one. So that infinite source. And they, so I understand, the, you know, cognitively what okay, love is the binding force. Everything comes from love. So what would that mean as that force? Well, it, it coming out from uh, love. love. Love enhances consciousness in a very strong emotional expression. We could say that. Okay. I don't think okay. you can prove it scientifically because it's an emotion. It's hard to prove emotions by science. Yeah, we don't really know what, emo- what emotion is these days. Now, maybe we experience them. Uh, yeah, maybe in right. uh, hundred years, thousand years, it'll be very obvious to, to anybody who looks at this world around us. That, that love is the the, uh, the building block of this this uh, creation, and uh, as I said before, that's a surprise to me because as a scientist, we don't go to to uh, a graduate school studying about love. I mean, we get we yeah, learn. measure it in a test tube. Yeah, or with yeah. a ruler. <laughs> yeah. But now that there is in fact something, not something, but actually something, something again, but um, there is something about love that uh, the world does not appreciate that yet because it's only being applied to things like you know, loving our family, you know, our kids, and, and our, loving to do certain yeah. things. Our but, partners. But yeah. that's, really, it's probably a very, very uh, energetic force. And, uh, so you're talking more of like a universal love or agape love. It, it, it's, it's, I know it's kind of hard to define. We're kind of, so you're taking it out of the, the personal or romantic form. Right. Right. We're saying it's a powerful mm-hmm. force. That's a force. Powerful. Okay. Okay. And a laser beam, for instance. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah, we use lasers okay. in our scientific technology, but this is more powerful. Yeah. I mean, we we spent a lot of time thinking about this and searching around, and that, and that was the the most important thing that we could find about the power of love, and that it's a strong emotional expression. So mm-hmm. it's hard to get it. Well, it seems that expression is needed to really do anything. Inspiration comes from that, attraction, uh, I mean, even repulsion to some degree. I mean, that, that, that force, um, and it, you know, and it does, it does bind, it does create. Now, where would this zero-point uh, energy come in? Can we talk a little more about that? I'd love to hear more about that. And that, oh, that yeah. tie into love? Is that... The zero-point field. 
Okay, so that's one of Bernie's main scientific uh, uh, projects that he's working on right now, and I help him with it. So um, the zero-point field, uh, the acronym is ZPF, and it's a tendon energy. What is it? ZP? Sorry, excuse ZPF, me. What is it? ZPF, Frank Field. <laughs> the zero-point field, oh. ZPF. And its attendant zero point energy, ZPE, is broadly recognized as a vast field of electromagnetic energy. It's also known as the field, the QVF. This field represents the underlying energy that is everywhere in the universe, even where there is otherwise nothing but vacuum. So remember I said God used the ZPF? To create the universe, he yes. created this ZPF. It's composed of a combination of every frequency or wavelength that exists. Some are long and others are short, but it's perfectly random. It's an infinite source of energy that was already known to Einstein and Max Planck. And uh, our company, Jovion, J-O-V-I-O-N dot com, so it's www.jovion.com, has all the information that any of your interested listeners can find out about the work that we're doing here. Did you send that link? Because then it would be in the description, the episode episode info. Yeah, if you could put that in the info, that would be great. I'll put it in the chat. What is it again? I'll put it also in the chat. What is it? Uh, www.jovion.com, and if you're putting that J-O-V-I-O-N.com. in the chat, that's it. Could you okay. also put our website the, yes. for the book? It's www.themiracleofouruniverse, mm-hmm. all one word, dot com. And there's more information about our book, and uh, people can email me if they're interested in finding out more information. So anyway, I I need to continue with the description because I didn't really feel everything about it. Okay, so Bernie believes that the ZPF can be tapped in a way that would provide humanity with an endless supply of totally clean energy. And this would not violate the second law of thermodynamics. Our process has nothing to do with heat. It is electromagnetic. So there is a casimir force that happens when two parallel metal plates are pushed together by an overpressure of the ZPE from the outside of the plates. So a casimir cavity can be created that takes advantage of this force down at the nano level. It can be manipulated through the use of nano-sized Casimir cavities by squeezing out photon energy, photon, little particles of light. Electron orbitals of an atom spiral down inside the cavity and photons are emitted. Our process then sends the photons through a photovoltaic cell and electricity will then be generated. So the ZPF acts as a kind of catalyst. And we're hoping to develop um, an apparatus called the Casimir Generator that's already been patented. So Bernie, Bernard Heisch, and Garrett Modell founded the company. I'm the CEO, and Hugo Trucks is the president. 
And this could be this invention could be game changing because of the potential for creating revolutionary clean energy. And it would combat climate change. And it doesn't require any fossil or nuclear fuel and it keeps regenerating itself because when the zero point energy exits the Casimir cavity, it regathers all of its the, the atoms that pass through regain all the photons that they had before they were squeezed off. So you don't have to keep putting in energy once you get the system going. It's self-sustaining. You want to add so to that, So would this be Bernie? pulling from the mm-hmm. atmosphere? Is this pulling from the, what do you, if one do you want to call atmosphere, subtle energy, it's biofield, morphogenic field? Is it drawing in from that? No, so the zero-point field is all around us, full of different atoms. It's so enormous and so uniform that we don't actually know that it's there because we're used to being in it. (laughs) We we know exactly what it is. Very well defined uh, physically or by by mathematical analysis. And uh, what it is is that uh, there there is a positive and a negative uh, balance of, of, of uh, charges among particles that are in. Uh, in let, me, let me start over on that. On that end. A little bit, not quite focused. Oh there. wait. So, well, why don't you ask me the questions that, so that I can clarify for you? Because I, I did actually tell you everything that I know about it. You know, Bernie's a scientist. I'm kind of his representative. But um, it it is the zero point energy is an electromagnetic field. It already yeah. exists, oh. and it was acknowledged by right. Einstein and Max Planck. So it's not some psychic field. I mean, it really is uh, measurable in, by scientists. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, so is subtle energy. I mean, it's just a di- I'm trying to just see there's different terms. So I'm trying to see I'm if it's the same. I'm trying to get if it's the, the atmospheric uh, energy, the energy some, around us. Hmm? Maybe some people that are not scientists tap it and they call it subtle energy. But, I mean, we're talking about a real scientific term here, so. Right, this is what you're finding in your physics. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying yeah. to give understanding. I'm trying to give some mass to people that are listening so that it's relatable, that it's similar to something. That way people are tracking what's going on. And that's why I asked also, like, is it, I guess there could be different terms. Um, yeah, but I so, mean, we would rather just people say zero point field because that's yeah, such real yeah. name. Yeah, but what you describe is not as relatable. So I'm trying to give like a bridging piece to okay. either other names or what it's similar to, right? Right. Yeah. That's I why I asked, is it atmospheric? atmospheric. Is, you know, but just trying to get more mass on what it is so it doesn't just stay heady, but that people get, you know, a little bit more tangible understanding of. Um, you know, what you're talking about. Well, so I think what is your supposition and with this with this field? What is, what is what um as far as a fuel source, I guess. Okay. The, uh, so it will squeeze off photons of light. So it's gonna be like mm-hmm. solar cells. We're gonna squeeze mm. off of light these photons will then pass into a photovoltaic cell, the way sol- solar cell or solar energy is harvested. But the thing okay, is, okay. we don't have to wait for the sun to be out. 
because we're going to squeeze the photons of light out of the zero-point field. The, the mm. squeezing is done with Casimir cavity. Yeah. There's, a, there's a mechanism here for, for extracting energy from the zero-point field in a very, in a very uh, well-established kind of uh, understanding that we have that uh, this uh, field exists everywhere at every point in space, inside our bodies, outside, everywhere. And that's actually the term, an energetic term, you'll find in a physics book. So uh, we're not uh, too, too embarrassed to say we have something new here that might be uh, Earth. Uh, and, and, and by the way, we're actually looking for people that would like to participate or help fund our projects because we have not been able to get enough funding to get the proper size and kind of Casimir cavity that is needed because it needs to be uh, manufactured at the nanotechnology level because that is where the little gap would be that the um, atoms could be going inside a Casimir cavity and the photons could be squeezed off. So mm -hmm. if anyone is interested, you can go to our website and uh, get in touch with us. It's all there. Yeah, it's it's all there. You know, I encourage you to read it, Michelle, because I helped put all the wording on the website and I tailored it so oh. that yeah, yeah, so that um, you know, a layman could understand the project. Yeah, I mean, it has a lot of scientific uh, supporting mm -hmm. evidence. We have all sorts of science links to scientific papers on the website, but yeah. I also have done a description of how the whole process works, and I have little graphics with it, and it's in layman terminology. So, I mean, I invite you to read it and then give me feedback if you have questions. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm also thinking about the listeners here, so I've got to, you yeah. know. Well, anyone, kind of yeah. Group of people, yeah. yeah. And this information they can find, which, uh, is this on the miracleoftheuniverse.com? Of our uh, universe? Well, yeah, or you can get our book. We have a whole yeah. chapter in the book. Yeah. Um, are you going to mention and put a link to our book? Yeah, everything is in the is in the description box. Yeah. Oh, that's we, great. And you have we our put, website there and uh, the Joby. Yeah, everything, yeah, everything is there. And then this goes out to many, many podcast platforms. So, you know, awesome. always the description. Yeah, always the yeah, description always goes the with, the, um, with the podcast episode, yeah. wherever it's. Uploaded, however it proliferates. I don't. I don't know technically how that. All I know is it shows up in a lot of Spotify, Apple, all these different platforms. <laughs> Somehow it gets generated. That's wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so, Justin, do we um, move on? How long are, do we have? An hour? I'm just wondering how long we're supposed to go. Yeah, we've got a we've got a few more minutes. What did you want to bring up? Because I, my question can wait. What did, were you? Oh doing? well, oh, there are a number of topics here that I would like to discuss. Like, uh, for instance, uh, near death experiences, past lives. Uh, is God a mathematician? And uh, this relationship to music. Uh, why do bad things happen to good people? And mm. what is the purpose of life? <laughs> well, I Which love the science. The I did have a near-death too, actually, near-death experience. I would love to know scientifically what the heck it goes on. 
I can say oh. experientially, but how does science look at that? Well, um, so there here we've talked about the dichotomy between spirituality and science, so here's the difficulty on this. Um, mm-hmm. You have to have a personal experience yourself, right, before mm-hmm. you actually are going to believe in near-death experiences. And I myself have had a near-death experience too, and I can share that with you. But, oh, um, I'd love to. I'd love you to. Yeah. 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 But, um, so the whole model of God is because God wants to experience himself through sparks of himself. Uh, most people are born not remembering other past lives that they might have had. Like, for instance, Bernie mm. does not remember. I did not remember until I had my near-death experience, and all of a sudden it pulled the veil aside and I could look and peek through to the other side. But only a little crack. I didn't have an enormous uh, revealing when I went to the other side, but it was enough for energy to just kind of leak through. Right. Anyway, so my near-death experience happened when I was 16, and um, I was with my family vacationing at a little beach south of Santa Cruz in California, and it was spring vacation, the week before Easter, I believe, and uh, we were out body surfing and having fun. The waves were kind of high that day, and, you know, at that time of year, I mean, currents change a lot in the ocean, weather can be kind of tumultuous, but I was having fun body surfing with... um, friends from the other family, three boys, and my sister. And I got a little bit reckless because I'm a good swimmer, and I was just letting the waves Mm. just kind of float me in. And all of a sudden, this really big, huge wave came along, and just the undertow was terrific, and it pulled me under. Oh, gosh. Really scared because it took a long time for me to come to the surface. But like I said, I'm a really good swimmer, so I was able to get to the surface. And by the time I did, I could no longer stand up. And I was sucked out to sea. Rather quick. It was very... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so there I was um, swimming, looking out, seeing the shore get smaller and smaller, and all my friends and my sister yelling and screaming at me, and I couldn't get out of this undertow current. And at first I was panicking, and then gradually I started to relax, and the other side of the veil opened to me, and my ancestors came to me, and they said to me, Marsha, we're here to help you relax. We're not, we're, it, it's not time for you to go yet. We're going to help you stay afloat until help comes to get you. And I believed it. And I saw my, my grandmother on both sides of my wow. family, my grandfather and ancestors. I know they were my ancestors down the line. Since then, I've uh, had a conversation with another spiritual lady who says, well, your ancestors have a great deal of their existence at stake through you because you're part of their DNA. So that, to me, explained why they came to rescue me. Yeah, because you have stuff to finish, Marsha. I know, I do. There's a whole plan, right? This whole plan, yeah. They joined hands under me like a net, and uh, all of a sudden this 
beautiful glow, pink, purple, white halo just came over me. And there I was, floating in the sea of love and light. And I didn't even have to swim. All I did was float. And then after a little while, a surfer came out on his surfboard and rescued me. And he was managed to pull me out of the undertow because he swam uh, with his board, and I was on the board, perpendicular to the current. So we got out of the current, and a second surfer came to get my dad, who also had gotten pulled out to sea, who had come to rescue me. So we both made it in. Thank goodness. And uh, I've lived to tell the tale, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very uh, beautiful, but also very profound. I mean, I would imagine kind of life-changing, too, you know? It did, because then when I was 19, I uh, had a high fever, and the other side was open to me, and I actually sat up in a yoga position in my bed at my parents' house. I didn't even know what it was at that time. And I went through 32 past lives in a review. So, <laughs> anyway, that's why it's I'm amazing. So- we are so guided, and and I feel like you know what the two of you are sharing, um, and your book and your research, is going to help people open up more to that and and understand that and be- and believe that because it, it's maybe that is also what you're talking the love the love coming through. Um, to help us, to guide us, to illuminate us. Um, And that is a very, you know, that is our nature. That's a very strong part of our nature. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Yeah. because you were definitely getting signs. And, of course, it's amazing having that experience. And then you've been on, I'm sure, other talk shows and podcasts, and you're here on this one talking about that, you know. And so others can hear your story and 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 relate, um, and then it fits in with the topic of your research, right? So perfectly, you know, you're and in you, Bernie's research, Bernard's research. It does. I've kind of like his eyes and ears for the experiential side. Yeah, I think, well, yes, that's true. He's the intellectual. I mean, I'm intellectual too, but I'm more experiential, and he's the one that's very mm-hmm. logical. <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a Really good match. That's a really good match. Um, I love everything that you've shared here. Let's wind like down. I almost feel like I have to have you back for another another go round at some point. You know, oh, part we're two. Like, yeah. I love what you've been sharing, and I love how you have put this together. Um, and you're bridging that, you know, consciousness, God, science, and, and reality. And I, I just think it's so um, crucial to where we are now, you know, in our outpicturing or our unfolding, our evolution. I think this is, you know, people want, to, want this kind of information and need it. It helps them, you know, make sense of things also. Well, that's right. And so we're we're presenting uh, it from a scientific and experiential perspective. We're bridging mm-hmm. both sides in our book. Mm-hmm. That's actually, what I like a lot. Oh. Say that again, Bernard. Actually yes, we are, Bernard. Yes, and naturally we're hoping that the book does well because 
this is a case where it's not just uh, making making money or royalties, it's trying to reach people with a new idea yeah, yeah. of God and, and what reality is all about you know, for the benefit of the world. So we, we do have a good uh, motive here for trying to go out and pitch the book. Yeah, we want to be yeah. warriors for peace and love and light. Um, I have um, I have a moment to tell you about how do you get a guaranteed ticket to heaven on earth. <laughs> 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 that was what we were really originally going to call the book, Guaranteed Ticket to Heaven. Oh. So, well, you have a guaranteed... Oh, well, I love it. I love what you've titled it because to me it's... it's 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 threading. It's threading it together. There's a synthesis there, and I think yeah. we're going to we're going need to in the more of the mainstream world, humanity. We're going to need new models, new manuals, road road maps, you know, blueprints, because a lot of people. And I see it on this pod. Well, I definitely see it with clients, but I also see it in this podcast. You know, that the the old the a lot of the old models or the way they're woven together, they're just not working. You know, they're not answering the the questions and the needs of where we are now and where, you know, where people are perceiving that we're going. And I do think it has to do with this bridging that that the two of you um, have been talking about and also uh, share in the book, you know. Yeah, it's true. I think that it's important to bridge. Mm -hmm. It brings people together. Yeah. We need more. On the planet. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, just putting God and science in the same title. That's, that's amazing. That's pretty yeah. good. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, all right, you two. Thank you for being here. And again, thank you for understanding this. Um, I guess what I don't know what they call it. Technology broadcast system broadcast. glitch. It was with the whole system. Um, so yeah. I really appreciate, I um, hope I didn't inconvenience you too much, and I really do appreciate you coming on and um, sharing. So thanks for being here. Well, you're welcome, Michelle, and we'd love to get a link where we can hear the podcast after you put it up. It'll be on, well, Blog Talk Radio, it'll be on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, um, what else is it? What's the one? It's Google. All the all the, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. You'll be able to, it goes broadcast out. All right, you two. Uh, thank you so much for being here, and thank you all for your doing. Thank you. Take thank you, Michelle, for the work you. you're doing. Good day. Much peace. Till next time. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, gang. I put the title in the chat, but... Um, that was astrophysicist Bernard Heisch and his partner Marcia Sims. The book is The Miracle of the Universe, A New View of Consciousness, God, Science, and Reality. Um, wow. Loved a lot of what they were sharing. Okay, I hope you did as well. And um, I'm glad that Blog Talk Radio, the broadcast system, is up and running. Thank you all for being here and co-creating this with me. I really appreciate each and every one of you, those in the chat, those listening by phone, those listening later. Yeah, thank you, White Calla Lily. I thought so, too. Good. I, I liked it, too. Thank you. thought it was a great show also. Thank you so much.
Uh, connect with me, Instagram, Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, Awakenings with Michelle Mache, also podcast on YouTube, um, website. Anyway, ways to get, uh, get in touch with our guests or find out more information about them in the book is also in the description box as well as my info. All right. Happy New Year. Lots of love and light to all of you. And again, thank you so much for being here. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and staying woke. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you